0: You're listening to the Fan Club Podcast, where two polar opposites discover each other's fandoms for the very first time. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Fan Club Podcast. My name is Sarah.
1: This is Matthew.
0: And today is episode 20. Yeah. And we are covering Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. Today. Um, I was not aware until we got to this point that until we were planning out the podcast, that Ant-Man had a sequel, and they're... Are they currently filming the th-
1: the third? Yeah, the third one's Quantumania.
0: Are they currently filming it? or have, Yes. It, okay.
1: Yeah, the um, promo pics of it have been leaked.
0: Okay, so, I mean...
1: Yes, we don't have a trailer yet, but we've seen pictures of it.
0: Matthew has talked about the first Ant-Man so much.
1: I and... actually never have seen the second Ant-Man until... We watched it the other night, mm-hmm.
0: which is so odd. I feel like it's, it's so bizarre to me when you realize you haven't seen them. Cause I just kind of always assume. There's
1: been a few, like I still have not seen, uh, like Black Widow.
0: Obviously you haven't seen Multiverse of Madness because yes. that came out after we started this podcast. Yeah. And you were waiting for me to yeah, be able to watch it. Yeah, I may it. have that. And you haven't seen Love and Thunder yet either. either. But Obviously, that, just, that just came out, like, yeah, in the last... Yeah, that's
1: still in theaters.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, today we are covering Ant-Man and the Wasp. It was released in 2018 and directed by Peyton Reed, which who also did the first one. Yes. Um, what were your initial thoughts for this movie before we jump into the play? I mean, play?
1: I always like uh, Ant-Man.
0: This movie was, like, more heartfelt than the first one.
1: Because, I mean, think about it. It was still it.
0: just as funny, but it was more, like, emotional.
1: Yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, with uh, the second Captain America or the second Iron Man, they didn't have to introduce everyone. Everyone was already a player in it so that they could do a more, not heartfelt
0: more story. More emotional.
1: They didn't have to do the whole exposition. Yeah. They didn't have to explain who Hope was, who Scott Lang was, who him was yeah how he got the suit so it's they didn't have to spend a quarter of the movie introducing everyone
0: i did like that we met the original wasp we met janet yes um and she's played by michelle pfeiffer Mm
1: -hmm. whom
0: i love um i i think this is gonna maybe age me a little bit um or like show my age well, like, I know Michelle Pfeiffer from Hairspray. She's the mom uh, of Velma Von Tussle in Hairspray. Is she Catwoman? One... Yeah, she is Catwoman. Okay. Um, But... For
1: I I thought I was going crazy. I
0: think my first, like, introduction to her was Hairspray.
1: Mm-hmm. With Zac
0: Efron and uh, Britney Snow. Yeah.
1: That's not that long ago. I
0: That was 2007. But, like...
1: That was 2007.
0: I was 13 when that movie came out. Oh, I thought that
1: was more recent. No. So, do you want to guess... Oh, I can finally ask you this question. Who do you think was the original Avengers in the comics? I haven't asked you yet.
0: It's different than the Avengers.
1: Yes, it's different than the MCUs. So Three are the same. Two are different. Tony. And we've met them all. Tony. Yes. Thor. Yes. Hulk. Yes. Ant-Man. Yes. Spider-Man? No. Spider-Man was introduced until, I think, 1963. And the Avengers was introduced in 1962. Who is the other one? Wasp. Okay. It was Thor, Hulk, Iron Man, Ant-Man, Wasp were the original Avengers. Captain America was introduced in Avengers 4. So he was introduced four issues later to be part of the team. It just
0: makes me wonder why they chose... That the specific core Avengers that they did in the films. Thing. I
1: think it might have been like a licensing thing. Because the original Avengers Unless they
0: they banked on the marketability of like Captain America and Spider Man.
1: That's the I don't know, they've never really said I guess
0: Spider Man isn't in the initial
1: core core. So my MCU. opinion is Paramount only had the rights to those few.
0: The like Thor, Iron Man Hulk,
1: that they America only, Black Widow. yeah that they only got the rights to those to make the movies not Ant-Man Black Panther because Spider-Man I know that but Spider-Man is still owned by Sony
0: cuz I know that like as evidenced by the the fact that you are vastly outnumbered in your team Tony versus team Cap debate
1: yes. is that
0: people love Cap yeah. and he is incredibly marketable
1: not for the longest time
0: so it surprises me that he's not in the initial lineup
1: because he was introduced after the fact. no
0: no no, I get what you're saying. But, I'm just I mean, kind of surprised knowing after
1: the fact. But like Tony, people could relate to Tony. People could relate to Ant Man. People could relate to Wasp because Ant Man, Wasp, and Hulk. Was or... he
0: always funny in the comics, or was that a more a Paul Rudd edition?
1: That's more like Scott Lang.
0: No, but is not that not Hank? No, I'm saying like, uh, Scott Lang. Is he more? I really haven't
1: read a whole lot of Scott Lang comics
0: because. Or, or is that specifically a Paul Rudd edition?
1: That might be a Paul Rudd. Let me see when... Because, because Paul... he's the second of three Ant-Men.
0: Because Paul Rudd, in everything he does, is this brand of comedy. Yeah. Because that's just Paul Rudd. like. So,
1: like, Paul Rudd's Ant-Man, Scott Lang, wasn't introduced until 1979. Which was the quote-unquote, like, dead era for comics.
0: Yeah. But it's like... Because Paul Rudd, even as far back as, like, I don't know what his first roles were. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. But even as far back as, like, the, like, early 2000s when he was in Friends, mm-hmm. it's the same brand of comedy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it's this, it's, it, for lack of a better phrasing, it's very Paul Ruddy. So, If that's... you've seen literally any single interview with Paul Rudd, you, like, like, he acts exactly how you would expect him to act. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> So, obviously, I don't know the guy in person. It might be more of that and not so much of, um, Ant-Man.
0: So, let's jump into it. So, um, we get a flashback to Hope's childhood.
1: When her mom and Hank are leaving for the mission where Hope's, where the mom disappears. and
0: Janet called her Jellybean, which I think was really sweet. And if you don't know us in person, Matthew's nickname for me is Jellybean, um... Don't ask where the origin of that is. I have, we have no idea. <laughs> it just kind of came up when we first started dating. Yeah. And I just thought it was really sweet. Even though it's like, obviously, it's a mother to a daughter, not a, you know, romantic kind of affection. But, like, yeah. I just thought it was sweet. And, like, so we have a flash to Hank and Janet. Sorry I'm, like, super stiffly, guys. I'm getting over a cold. If you listen to our last couple episodes... Um, we've, we've filmed these in, like...
1: Every couple days, we do another. <laughs>
0: um, so I apologize. Uh, it's a lot better than it
1: used to be, so... But, yeah,
0: we flashed to Hank and Janet disarming the missile.
1: Or trying to.
0: Yeah. And they need to, um, shrink... She needs to shrink between the molecules in order to disarm it. Yeah.
1: Hank was going to, but his, um... His belt was busted. So yeah. So he couldn't.
0: And so... As a result, she turns off her regulator,
1: and, and she sh- goes subatomic. Shrink, yeah, shrinks between the molecules. Which is
0: so heartbreaking, and the scene where um, Hank has to come home and basically to tell Hope that her mom is gone and not coming back yeah. is so heartbreaking.
1: Because she doesn't know where Hope is.
0: There's a flash to adult Hope and present-day Hank talking talking and they're like wondering if there's a possibility that they can bring Janet alive which is basically set in motion our entire plot which
1: I want to say it's similar I want to say that scene is right after the events of Ant-Man 1 the first one because she still has the short hair so I think that scene which
0: I'm sorry Evangeline Lily, that is not a good look on you like i think she looks really good the rest of the movie mm-hmm. but that wig is not
1: does not suit her because they were thinking like if scott could go and come back we could probably go and come back also which i think was right after um the in scene credits of ant man one yeah when she gets the suit because it's they're in the same outfit so then we go forward to now, which is um,
0: so it's it's a scene where Scott is playing with his daughter Kathy.
1: Which it's been two years since Civil War.
0: Yeah, and they're on like, uh, like a fake mission in mm-hmm. the house, and we basically figure out that Scott is on house arrest, yeah. and so he uh, cl- crafts this elaborate, like, like thing for his like daughter
1: and Holt, like. Ant tunnels. Like,
0: mission. Yeah. Fake mission.
1: Where they shrunk down.
0: And they make this, like, fake ant, and they name him Anton. I I could do without some of the ant puns. The ant name puns. You don't like the last one? Antonio Banderas? No. I think it's kind of stupid, honestly.
1: Uh, That's the thing. I don't know if those are ad-libbed or not. It's
0: like... Okay, saying it stupid may be a little bit inflammatory. It gave a big old eye roll for me. And, like, maybe not in a good way. Um, hey, but that is
1: also Paul Rudd's, like, comedy, though.
0: I think it's super adorable, this scene where he's playing with his daughter. It's very mm. much, like, um...
1: You try to be on House Arrest and entertain a 10-year-old. A 10-year-old.
0: But I also really appreciate that... His ex-wife and her partner are, like, very supportive of, like, his relationship with Cassie. I mean, and...
1: he did save the world.
0: No, and I fully respect that. I just think in their situation, it could be hella awkward. Yeah. Um. And I just, I really appreciate this. A very supportive family. And, like, you know, obviously they want Cassie to have a relationship with her dad. And I just, yeah. I think it's very sweet. And, like... They know that
1: he would never hurt her. Yeah. And because like he's also given up being Ant Man.
0: Yeah. And I just I love that he goes to these great lengths to entertain her and have her have fun and be adventurous, but like still while well, obviously sticking to his mm-hmm. house arrest. Cassie literally gets him a uh, trophy that says World Great World's Greatest Grandma.
1: Yes. Which
0: it's like this girl has the exact same sense of humor as her dad.
1: It's so funny. Yes. Because there was no other trophies after, I think, she got it for him after uh, defeating Yellowjacket.
0: And we figure out that Scott and Luis have... They've started this security company, which, frankly, I think is the C-plot this movie did not need.
1: I mean, it was just to show what What they, they're doing. Yeah.
0: But it's just... it's It was so not needed.
1: But it does show that ex-cons can get jobs what is
0: their business called it's a pun
1: it's ex-con uh security i thought it was a pun no it's just ex-con security oh that's lame or ex-con victor ex-con something
0: i could have sworn it was a was a pun but it i might guess not be,
1: i remember the first part of it was ex-con so
0: basically they go down this like slide that they made and they crash through a wall and scott's alarm goes his house arrest alarm goes off um and so the fbi basically has to come by um we meet
1: that we meet wu yeah agent wu so
0: we learn that him associating with hank is a um violation of his parole yeah, Or not his parole, his punishment.
1: And parole. Because he, well, he agreed to not speak to them anymore. But he wasn't
0: in prison. Parole is getting out of prison. True. No.
1: It's his, his...
0: it violates his house arrest or violates his
1: Because otherwise he would go to jail his for terms. Years. Let's just yeah. say
0: that. It violates his terms. Um I mean, he technically
1: did go to jail. He was in the wrath. So, yeah. So he But he escaped he and... ma- No, he made a deal. Yeah. Same as Hawkeye. So he's on parole. Oh, I got Steve.
0: I really love the montage of Scott passing the time. Yeah. Because he's like stuck inside and he's like playing rock bands. At this
1: point, he only has three days left.
0: Yeah, something like that. Of his but house arrest. It's just funny because he's like, he's doing everything. It, it kind of reminds me of like early, early COVID.
1: hmm.
0: Where you're just stuck inside your house. Like, you didn't really have this issue because you were. Working as normal.
1: Yeah. But, like, you literally
0: will do anything to, I remember you, or sorry, me and your little brother were stuck in the house together Mm -hmm. and just trying to, like, entertain our, entertain, I cannot talk, just trying to entertain ourselves. Yes. And I swear, like, we watched, like, every different kind of thing that YouTube had to offer. We played, like, every board game in the house. Like, getting furloughed with uh, with a teenage boy, um, yeah, it just reminded me of early COVID. So we figure out that Scott's been having nightmares about the quantum realm.
1: No, it's, um, this is the first time that he did.
0: Well, yeah, no, he has a nightmare about the quantum realm. Yeah,
1: he realm. has a nightmare of the quantum realm. Yeah, it's we figure out, out that he's
0: connected to Janet in some way.
1: Yeah, Janet put a message in his head, or uh, she put a message into his head.
0: And he wakes up.
1: This is a hide-and-go-seek scene where he is walking around as Janet.
0: And he, like, looks at himself in the mirror.
1: And it's Janet. And we see Hope hiding in a uh, red cabinet. Wardrobe. Wardrobe. We get the funniest line in the entire movie, in my opinion. What? When um, he's explaining his dream, how she was playing hide-and-go-seek. was. he was like, well, that's not a very good hiding spot if you always hide there. You don't understand the game very well, then.
0: (laughs) He wakes up in Hope's car and basically it's, she's...
1: Kidnapped him, essentially. What I
0: love is, so we figure out later that they have this, like, what do they call it? The Hot Wheels...
1: They're Hot Wheels, essentially. Yeah,
0: but it's like this, like...
1: It's a Hot Wheels container.
0: Yeah. I had that
1: exact one growing up. Uh, had that exact Hot Wheels container.
0: But it's funny because we figure out that it's like a tiny car.
1: Uh Uh-huh. It's and all just filled with different cars. we see
0: a fun rat, a.k.a. a pigeon. And then we learn that we're, we're tiny.
1: hmm And then Scott's freaking out because he's not home anymore.
0: And they basically took the ankle monitor off and put it onto the giant ant, which I still find disgusting. I don't like and the bug he stuff. he's been
1: programmed to be exactly like Scott Lang. <laughs> and uh, be in the bathroom for two hours every day. Drum for a couple of hours every day, watch TV all day, sleep 16 hours.
0: They go to a lab, and...
1: The, probably the coolest lab ever, in my opinion.
0: It is pretty cool. But the lab is full of giant ants, which is disgusting.
1: I mean, there's only two of them, and they need to build stuff. No, but it's gross. High.
0: I think I established how much I hate the bug stuff in these movies. I could do without it. I really could.
1: Well, there's really no more bug stuff going forward.
0: Um, Hank is really, really mad that Hope brought him there. No,
1: he's just mad at Scott in general.
0: Well, because he stole the suit, right? Yeah,
1: he stole the suit and went to Germany and then had to destroy the suit. He didn't really at destroy it. At this point, him. we believe he destroyed the only Ant-Man suit. At this point.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. And we basically learned that Hank and, and Hope are building a what they call the quantum tunnel.
1: Which they are also on the run because of Scott. And he
0: tells them that Janet put a message in his head and he saw...
1: Or he Ho- explains the dream.
0: Yeah, and he saw that he saw the memory.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hope freaks out.
0: And they have a debate on what is a wardrobe or a cabinet. <laughs>
1: Scott Lang is. Like, in the MCU, he's my favorite. Okay. Because he's, I mean, he is the average guy. He's an everyman. Yes. He's an everyman. He has no special abilities. He got lucky with getting the suit. Yeah. He got lucky. If he wasn't, if he didn't go to jail, he would never have gotten the suit. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's literally right place, right time.
0: They shrink down the lab, and it basically looks like a rolling suitcase.
1: Yes. Which, which is, is really cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Which, it it comes, becomes wildly inconvenient later.
1: Yes. Um, With the ability to shrink. But it's still cool because you can take your lap anywhere.
0: And somebody is watching them. I want, Not
1: creepiest, but the oddest villain so far, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, we'll get a little farther into it later. Um, Hope goes to meet, um, I cannot okay. think of his name right now. Um, I wrote market, it down somewhere, but...
1: Black market dude.
0: He's, like, basically buying and selling black market tech.
1: And, um, Hope... Has ha- been buying stuff from him to build this entire thing. Yeah. And he figured out who Hope was and trying to turn her in if he doesn't tell them they're, they're what they're doing.
0: And Hope becomes the Wasp and she goes on mm-hmm. the defensive.
1: Mm-hmm. Or she's been the Wasp.
0: No, no, no. I know, but she, like... she
1: turns into it, yeah. She, like,
0: puts on the outfit. Yeah. Hank has an extra suit for Scott.
1: Yeah, a prototype. Um,
0: so Scott goes to help Hope. In the process, Hank gets captured, and they steal
1: the lab. Ghost, uh, steals the lab from underneath them.
0: They go to, um, the office. The... Luis's office. Yes. Uh, And then there's this reference to Baba Yaga, who... Who is that?
1: It's the, um, Russian dude. The Russian dude? The Russian dude. Baba Yaga, it's, like, a a witch fairy tale in Russia. Russia, Ukrainian. It
0: sounds vaguely familiar, but I cannot... Baba Yaga
1: has been used in a lot of movies. Where it's just, like, this older witch that will eat children. So, technically, like, the witch from Hansel and Gretel.
0: I didn't at this point know that ghost was i thought she was an alien and so that's what my notes say is weird alien creature so it turns out that uh we learn we meet ghost yes. her name is ava we don't figure out her actual name until later yeah. But the actress is i can't tell you off the top of my head but she is in the show called stranger on mm-hmm. netflix yeah at least it used to be on netflix i'm not sure if it still is um, but that show is so good. She's the lead in it. It's excellent. It's
1: interesting. Um, it is a British show. I'm
0: gonna try not to say too much about it because it's like if you go in blind, it's like much better.
1: Even if you know what's going on, you still.
0: She's basically stalking this family. That's all I'll say.
1: Families.
0: Yeah, but it's it, it's an interesting show, and I think she does a pretty good job with it. Yeah. They go to meet Bill Foster. Yeah. Who is played by.
1: Lawrence Fishburne.
0: I always get Lawrence Fishburne and Forrest Whitaker mixed up.
1: Forrest Whitaker was in Black Panther.
0: Yes, I know. And Lawrence Lawrence Fishburne is Bill Foster.
1: Yes. And he
0: is also the guy from Matrix.
1: Yes. And Bill Foster in the comics is the original Giant Man. So in the comics... Ant-Man and Giant-Man were two separate people at that time.
0: And we learned that Hank and Bill had a falling out.
1: Um, because everyone that works with Hank hates Hank. Because Hank has a massive, massive ego. That's bigger than New York City.
0: And all the while, Scott gets home, like, very narrowly. hmm And he didn't destroy the suit, but Which,
1: Cap- He hid it in... The, the world's greatest grandma trophy.
0: But Cassie took the trophy to school for show and tell. hmm uh, so they have to go to the school, and Scott tries to shrink himself, but, but he... he Gross. But and... he shrinks himself to the size of, like, a toddler.
1: Yes. So like, a first or second grader. And so
0: he goes... Well, I guess first or second grader isn't a toddler, but whatever. And he goes to, like, the lost and found to, like, grab a hoodie... And he's, like, wandering around like a kid. And I love that the teacher is, like, Where's your (laughs) hall
1: pass? And Um, then with him trying to reach it in hopes, like, treating him like a child. Like, you've got it.
0: You can reach it. You're so close. They get the suit, and we meet Ulysses S. Ger Ant.
1: Yes. Another funny name. Another ant pun. Okay, so we learn about what happened to Ghost
0: yes so you want to talk
1: a little bit about that yeah so long time ago hank fired ghost's dad from working at shield he's the one who created the idea for the quantum tunnel um, tunnel and so he tried to create it to siphon out the quantum energy it blew up
0: exactly what went wrong
1: yeah the quantum tunnel blew up and
0: there's a... Broke af-
1: part of reality and... The effect is
0: called molecular dis- disequilibrium.
1: Yeah. Where her molecules are always in motion.
0: And they want to use Janet to try to cure they Ava. They want to use the
1: quantum realm to cure Ava. Yeah. And then they learn that Janet is alive. And so they're going to siphon it out of Janet instead.
0: Yeah. Which is kind of messed up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, at this point, there was not a whole lot more that they could do to save Ava. Yeah. Because Ava literally only had maybe a week to live before her molecules just destroyed themselves.
0: So there's this scene where Scott is trying to, like, steal an Altoid, and Hank is like, no. We figure out that the, the tin of Altoids is full of ants. Yeah. Which is disgusting.
1: Full of giant ants.
0: Yeah, there's another scene of Luis recounting stuff,
1: which is the entire events of Ant Man one. He is recounting to who? Um, black uh black, man, the black dealer dude, um, the bad guy, the tr- uh tear the truth serum.
0: Oh yeah, he's under the truth serum. That's right.
1: Which is not called the truth serum. It just makes people very suggestive. Which is truth serum. Oh, Birch. Birch ghost shows up they call louise to have louise bring over some stuff to the forest which is where they have the building the lab the lab and ghost finds out that they're in the forest because she was watching louise and scared everyone then we get another baba yaga scene where the russian dude is just singing the Baba Yaga song which was like the, that's their version of Boogeyman is Baba Yaga.
0: Baba Yaga vaguely remind like it
1: You've heard of ba- I
0: feel like I've heard of it but I couldn't tell you it, where. It's
1: been in like some horror movies that are in like the woods and sure. stuff. It's similar to like um, Blair Witch.
0: I've never seen that movie.
1: But you know. The, never
0: had the desire to see that But movie. you
1: know the quote unquote events in Blair Witch. It's just a witch that would kidnap people or a spirit or whatever she is.
0: So they turn on like Quantum tunnel
1: to find the court or to get a hold of Janet, yeah, and to it, get the coordinates, it messes up.
0: And Janet comes out in Scott's body,
1: which is probably the second funniest scene in this movie by Well, far. it's
0: like it's kind of funny just because it's like Paul Rudd completely <laughs> changes demeanors, like he carries himself differently, yeah, but at the same time, it's also very sweet, yeah, when you think about it from like this is her mom,
1: yeah. But he's just holding Hank's hand, like lovingly. And I love and when they
0: like when he comes to, he's like,
1: what? How do how do we get up here? And then he just looks at him holding hands. But they learn that she the message that she implanted were coordinates on where to find her in the quantum. Quantum realm is really cool. It is
0: really cool. So the FBI is on Scott's trail.
1: Because they learn because the black market dealer, Birch, calls his per the F- the his FBI person that's in his pocket. Yeah. Like we found the rogue agent. The rogue agent, we found Scott Hope and Hank. Mhm. Or Scott Hope and Hank.
0: Mhm.
1: He's like, "Cool. Let's go get him. Go get them and the feds
0: arrest Hank and
1: Hope because Scott ran back home mm-hmm. because Wu went to his house
0: and Ghost steals the
1: from the FBI agent. Yep. Because the FBI agent steals it, and then Ghost steals it, which, Ghost is just terrifying.
0: I love the scene where, um, so Cassie and her mom, have, like, go to the, go to the house because she's looking for her soccer shoes. Yes. And Cassie is, like, covering for him. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, in there, like, like, the he, FBI is, like, where is he? And she's, like, he's sick. And there's, throw up everywhere.
1: Bro. And he's like, really? Throw up everywhere? She's like, yeah. It's, it's bad. like, I've dealt
0: with worse than vomit. And, and she's he's like,
1: like, is it a lot? He said, is it a lot? And he was like, ooh. <laughs> he's like, I have to go up there. And then Scott just walks out. Yep. And then fake's throwing up.
0: And there's, like, a really just really sweet interaction between Scott and Cassie. hmm And I don't know. I just love their relationship. It's very sweet and very... Where
1: she said he needed a partner... And she, he was like, yeah, I can ask Hope, but I don't think she really likes me anymore. And then she said, what about me? Wouldn't I be a good partner? <laughs> She's so sweet. I'm like...
0: The girl is too smart for her own good.
1: She is Scott's child. Through and through. She is a lang. So... Oh, and then Scott's ex-wife is like, you can't come in here. And then her police officer husband's like, yeah, they can.
0: Yeah, I, I do really enjoy that despite... I don't know his wife's name, but Judy Greer's character, Mm -hmm. I love that she, you know, despite her and Scott kind of, you know, obviously not working out, but they, they still have a kid together and they're still supportive of each
1: other. And like, but I mean, he is paying child support now. He is, I mean, the demeanor completely changed from the beginning of the first one.
0: Well, I know. And like in the beginning of the first one, she's like, why are you even at my kid's birthday party? Mm -hmm. And now she's like, you know, let's go to your dad's to look for your soccer shoes. It's just, I don't know, it's very sweet. Yeah. And, like, I just love how, like, she basically is defending him and being like, you can't search the house, even though they are well within their rights to. Yeah. But I just think it's very sweet that, like, what exes do you know that would do that crap?
1: I can't (laughs) think of any.
0: Like, I I feel like most exes would be like, yeah, search his house. But
1: (laughs) ex-wife is... So, i mean i think when you
0: have kids together it changes things a little yeah. bit i don't know i've never been divorced so yeah. i don't know how that works no i idea. don't have divorced parents so i don't know how that works uh hope and hank are um scheming to break out of the the jail why they sit them in the same jail cell
1: is beyond me like, it's just the same interrogate. It's not jail cell. It's their inter- interrogation. No, no, no. Room.
0: I get that, but like I've seen enough cr- crime procedurals and police procedural
1: shows. But it's the FBI
0: that you never interview two suspects together because one will always turn on the other. Ever.
1: I think it was more they were wanting. I just
0: don't I think, think they it's, were just
1: wanting them to stew.
0: I just don't think it's realistic for them yeah. to house them together.
1: And then Scott pretty much breaks them out. Um. Like minutes later. After bailing on them and getting them arrested.
0: Yeah. So they basically... Scott tells Luis the location of the lab.
1: Yeah, that was earlier.
0: I know. But um, because they have, again, this weird dumb C-plot that I don't think really matters. But they have some kind of security big project that they're doing. Because
1: their business is going to go under.
0: They're, they're trying to secure. And so... Luis is, like, desperate to get Scott's, like, approval on something. Yeah. But, like, obviously Scott is in the middle of much more important things. He should have just stayed.
1: Scott should have just stayed home. It was literally just three days. Right? It was literally just three days. Put in a different GPS where the ants can follow it. So the ants are making the giant GPS in the sky. They get to, they get to the lab. They start building it. They send Hank into the quantum tunnel is distracting ghost until hank can get in and then hope miniaturized the lab went on a chase with ghost in them birch gets the lab ghost steals the lab from birch
0: and i love this scene i'm
1: sorry ghost steals it from was yeah birch steals it from ghost
0: all the while luis is um basically hope is like like it's in the it's in the Hot Wheels chest, and so he gets out like a like this purple car with like flames on it, yes. and he's like driving that down the road. Um, he makes it
1: small, big, small, big.
0: These are some pretty cool chase scenes. I still mm-hmm. prefer the one in Black Panther with like the remote driving that Sherry mm-hmm. does. I think that scene is really cool.
1: And then you just see. Scott just riding a truck as like a scooter.
0: Yeah, so he's like giant.
1: Yes, he can't shrink. Because yeah, his regulator is broken. And he's
0: like riding like one of those like Home Depot dollies. Yes, down the. He's like riding it like a scooter, like a mm-hmm. kid. We get our Stanley cameo.
1: Yes, I don't remember what it was. I
0: think he's like a driver in traffic or something like that. Maybe. So trying all the while trying to um, outrun Birch.
1: Yeah and so oh the pez dispenser yes hope throws the pez dispenser that lang's daughter do
0: you like pez yes i think pez is disgusting
1: pez's are awesome They so are great.
0: every christmas my mom puts a, a pez dispenser in our stockings at christmas time
1: yeah
0: and it took her until i was like 10 years old to realize that i was giving them to my brother and i wanted nothing to do with my pez and she was always like but you always eat your Pez. I'm like, no, Mom, I gave it to Josh. <laughs>
1: I like Pez. Pez are tasty. I think Pez is, Just the grape one. It grape tastes and like, lemon.
0: It tastes like chalk. It is chalk. It's gross. It I only liked them for, like, the fun character. But, yeah, so he basically turns the... Uh, Luis is, like, playing with a Pez dispenser.
1: And Hope this takes it and makes a giant and destroys one of the vehicles that is chasing them. And during all of this, we see the quantum realm. The... We see all of the The, the quantum tunnel. The in the Quantum Realm. Yeah. So, the Quantum Hank... Tunnel is just the machine.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. So,
1: we see all of the different forms. It's like intercut
0: with scenes of Hank yes. in the Quantum Realm.
1: Yes. So, we see the Quantum Realm, all the parts that we saw in Ant-Man 1, plus more. So, we saw the Quantum Void. So, we see the Quantum Void. It looks amazing. It is...
0: I very really like the cinematography.
1: And very molecular. It almost looks like. Um, it's the same thing that's happening to Ghost. Yeah. We see in there.
0: It almost like the.
1: It's the, the silence. Like the way that
0: they're like walking on it, it kind of mm-hmm. reminds me of like a bounce house or something. Yeah. It's like it's very squishy. It's very like, um, I imagine being down there would like really mess with your brain after a certain time. That's
1: what, uh, laying told him like there's nothing but silence yeah it will mess with your brain
0: which is insane
1: i mean because there's been like scientific studies of people being in like the 100% like soundproof rooms and after a while you can hear your own heartbeat
0: yeah i don't like that i've never had a desire to do one of those like sensory deprivation and that's
1: pretty much what i would think the quantum void would sound like i really
0: don't Like, I I have, like, a weird, like, sensory thing where, like, I I don't like being alone with my, like, my senses. I don't want to be too aware of my
1: body. Because, I mean. I feel like that would be, like, sensory overload. Because in the quantum realm, you're smaller than sound. You're smaller than air molecules. You're smaller than everything. So you wouldn't hear anything. Because you're smaller than DNA. You're... Inside of essentially DNA.
0: Have you ever, like, had a moment where, like, all you can hear is the blood pumping in your body? Yeah. I hate that.
1: I get that, like, after working.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, I don't do that. But, like, or if, even if it's perceived, like, if you're, like, super, super, super anxious, Mm
1: -hmm. and, like,
0: all you can feel is like, like your, your heart, blood pumping like your
1: heart beating where you can feel it in like your wrist or like your ankle
0: and like I don't I could not imagine feeling that all the- that is like super and, sensory overload
1: and that's the quantum realm yeah or quantum void at least at least to to the part where it's like the diamonds things.
0: Like the, it's almost like the mirror dimension in Doctor Strange a little bit.
1: I think we made that comparison in Doctor Strange. I think we yeah, did. Yeah, we did.
0: The, that episode went live like two days ago as we we're recording this. Uh, if that puts into perspective how far in advance we are.
1: We're like a month in like, we're so like the, two months in, in We advance.
0: meet Antonio Banderas.
1: Yeah. Or first we see five ants get eaten by seagulls. Yeah. And Scott's and, like, and like, oh. And he's like naming them all. And he's like, I do not remember all the names. I don't either. He's like, Aunt One, come to me, chomp. Okay, Aunt Two, chomp. Three, four, five, chomp, chomp, chomp. Come on, guys. <laughs> then Antonio Ben Darren, and, and then he gets eaten. Yeah, and, and Hank Doc falls into the water.
0: Hank is losing his mind.
1: Yes, and then And then,
0: as soon as he's about to like completely go kind of insane, he finds Janet.
1: Janet finds him.
0: Yeah. I do find this a little bit unrealistic. Don't even look at me like that. If you could imagine the look on his face right now. A. I know. I know.
1: I'm not even going with it's a comic book movie.
0: I know that, what
1: like, part I know is that this is what I find the most unrealistic
0: about a guy who can shrink himself. Um.
1: What do you find unrealistic? That she can control the quantum No, no, realm? no, no, no,
0: no, no. It's more, I just don't like when... Things are too convenient in movies,
1: just because we need to put them in a nice little boat. It's not convenient. They-
0: He's been searching for her for two decades, and now we find her?
1: Because she explained.
0: Does anybody sympathize with me here? Because-
1: They explain why.
0: I would have found it a little more compelling if we- If he was like, we've searched and searched and searched, we looked everywhere, we couldn't find her.
1: Because she said- The quantum realm and the real world overlap every hundred years. No, I get it. I just... She explained how.
0: I like... I kind of like when things aren't all tied up in a perfect little bow. It's unsatisfying to watch sometimes, but I like it from the sense of, like, it it just makes things feel a little less... He was searching.
1: Maybe that... He thought she was dead until Scott called him. Maybe that is a hot take. I'm not sure. I just... Because he assumed... Hank assumed that Janet was dead. Because he didn't know that you could survive in the Quantum Realm. Until Scott came back. And then they got the idea to save her. And they've been trying for the last two years. While on the...
0: Scott starts to feel, like, not well. Because he's, like, he can't turn regular size anymore.
1: Because he was giant. Yeah. And he took the building and threw the building onto land. And then he passed out... And then Janet had to, or Wasp had to go well, save. Well, because they're
0: on like a ferry. Yeah. And they ha- He basically is like Which... jumps out in the middle of the San Francisco Bay, mm-hmm. and like, God, that had a boom, terrifying to all those tourists. Um, I've never said tourists in my life. Why? Why did I, I've always, I've, I've always said tourists.
1: I don't know. It I, is
0: late. Um. Oh, Ava is like desperate.
1: Yes so she is pretty much on a killing mission. She
0: will like kill anybody in her path to be able to get this
1: which I blame Bill Foster for.
0: Completely. He like planted the seed in her head and like he knew that it wasn't realistic.
1: I blame Bill Foster for Ava I mean first I blame Shield for turning her into a pretty much an assassin. She was Shield's version of the Winter Soldier.
0: Yeah, and the suit that she's wearing is like, it, it's like a containment
1: yes, thing. Yes, it contains her molecular destruction or or whatever it's called.
0: Molecular dis-
1: Whatever. Her molecules from-
0: Disequilibrium.
1: Yes. The suit pretty much protects her from it, but the suit is starting to fail.
0: Janet and Hank make it to the real world, and Janet kind of feels her pain a little bit because-
1: And tries to cure her. But, like, cause she her. can
0: kind of sympathize in the sense that, like, she is feeling what Janet, in a way, felt when she was stuck in the quantum realm. And, um, so she tries to, like, kind of speak to her.
1: Yeah. Um, and on then a... Janet saves her to an extent. They and still have to get more po- molecules for wasps. So, Scott. Or for him. For her.
0: It flashes to Scott, and Scott is still giant, and he, um, he's passed out under the water in the san francisco bay and wasp has to turn him small and yeah. it basically deflates the giant suit
1: and then scott's like oh i need to get back home okay then we see the massive suit because she grew the she made the suit go giant while okay. scott was running in a white shirt and boxer shorts and through San Francisco.
0: He runs and he somehow makes it home before the feds get there.
1: Because the feds sort of, I think, got trapped with yeah. with the suit next to them.
0: And his house, they basically did tell him that his house arrest is over. Mm-hmm. Even though technically he didn't follow the rules. No. Technically. Technically. And they got the big security deal that I did not really care about.
1: Yeah. And then we see Scott dancing through San Francisco. And then going to his ex wife's house. And the yeah. weirdest dancing ever. Typical dad dancing.
0: Um, and there's this really sweet scene where Hank and Janet
1: um, put a house on the beach. The, the house that was in San Francisco.
0: Yeah, it's just really sweet. And mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. What a life that would be to be able to
1: Shink like your entire your dream house, house and go anywhere else in the world
0: yeah you wouldn't even really have to pack up your stuff you just like turn your house tiny i just don't know how you would do
1: water or electricity
0: no kidding or wi-fi
1: he is a genius he could probably make wi-fi i'm
0: just saying
1: he could probably make something to where he doesn't need wi-fi
0: and they uh create they create the uh, smaller quantum tunnel
1: yeah in the security vehicle
0: Yeah, and this is where we get our end credit scene. Scott tries to go...
1: Or he does go into it because Ghost still needs more molecules or (laughs) quantum molecules to cure herself. Yeah. And then we see them get dusted.
0: Well, no. So, yes, but Scott is trying to ask for help. Or he makes some kind of joke and, like, nobody responds. And he's like, guys? Guys? And it flashes to the outside and everybody is dusted. Yeah. Which, I had a question at the end of Infinity War that I was like, I was like, because Ant-Man Wasp, he is next, so he had to have lived. But this solidifies the timeline that this is happening during.
1: Yeah. So, I was debating switching these two.
0: In our release order?
1: Yeah. To have you be questioning, what's the dust?
0: Yeah, I'm really and glad- then
1: you... Infinity War would explain that.
0: I'm really glad you didn't, because I feel like this- was much more... I think infin- the end of Infinity War made, like left me guessing what was going to happen. It made me want to watch Ant-Man and watch more.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, it would have worked either way in reality. Because it would have been, been having you look for more answers. So, it could have worked either way.
0: So, overall, what are your thoughts?
1: I mean, it's an Ant-Man movie, so I like it.
0: Like I said at the beginning, I thought it was more, it was more emotional than the first one. Uh-huh.
1: But... I mean, that's how, like, far from home... For Spider-Man will be because they don't have to explain the characters it's the same thing like with Iron Man 2 and Thor 2 we didn't have to read be re-explained to Odin or Loki or Thor or Lady Sif or the I Brothers did three
0: really enjoy or the
1: Warriors three
0: I did really enjoy Janet I think
1: the very little she got
0: I think Michelle Pfeiffer was a really good addition to this movie and to this cast mm-hmm I think she... The
1: three lines she got? No,
0: but I'm just saying, like, I think she worked really well with everybody. I think she was a really believable, um,
1: mm-hmm. a
0: believable casting. I think, um, demeanor-wise, I could see her and, and Hank have, you know, created... Hope. Hope. And Hope having that trauma of losing her
1: mom. And again, another perfect Marvel movie that did the de-aging very well
0: oh yeah well and the first scene that janet was in i was like i was having a hard time placing who this actress was Mm -hmm. and i could not like she was like i was like it looks super familiar Mm -hmm. but i could not place it until we saw janet later and i was like that's michelle pfeiffer Uh and i don't know i immediately thought it was like is that Betty's mom from Riverdale is that, and I kept thinking, like, who is this woman? Why does she you look so familiar? by the voice? I don't think it occurred to me. I just could not figure out why she looked so familiar to me. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I, I liked this, parts of this movie better than the first Ant-Man, and I liked parts of the first Ant-Man better than this one. Yeah. I think I liked the comedy in this one better than the first Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. But the emotions of... I don't know. I, I enjoyed bits and pieces of both. Okay. And disliked bits and pieces of both, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I loved the character development between Scott and Cassie. Mm-hmm. I loved um, the character... I just loved like the character growth of all the relationships. I thought that was really fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that is a wrap on Ant-Man and Wasp. Next week, we will be covering Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, which, arguably, is not your favorite.
1: No. Not at all. Um,
0: I'm excited to see it, because I don't know what to expect. Um, I'm excited to see it, because I um, I want another badass female. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what the fuss is all about. So... Um, but also, before we wrap this up, we wanted to ask you guys, um, we wanted to do a and a episode. Yes. Um. What were we thinking? Towards the end of...
1: I think at the end of Phase 4 is when we will release the Q&A. So, because that would also introduce WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Widow. So doctor strange any questions
0: that you guys have about us personally about our opinions on certain aspects of the mcu um your theories anything like that send questions our way you guys can um, all of our socials we listed at the end of the episode or in the description box of either the youtube or the spotify episode
1: um
0: just submit us questions i think the easiest way to reach us is instagram probably
1: yeah Instagram will be the absolute easiest.
0: And yeah, uh, just anything you guys have to say, any question can literally be about anything. Other fandoms, whatever it is. Do you have anything else to say?
1: No. Okay. No. Join us next
0: week for Captain Marvel, and we'll talk to you later.
1: Bye. Bye. If you would like to send us any feedback, you can follow us on Instagram at the fan club underscore podcast or Twitter at fan club underscore podcast. You can also discuss each episode with us on our subreddit, which is reddit.com slash r slash the fan club podcast. And make sure you tune in every Marvel Monday.